Hello and welcome to the Film Bunker podcast. My name is Nick and we're here to talk about film and TV and stuff and today I am joined by Captain of the White Tower, Defender of Gondor, Simon Hall. Awesome! <laughs> I love it. Thank you. How are I'm you? so proud. Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. That's good. And I'm also joined by Lady of Athelion, Slayer of the Witch King, Karen Kerr. Wow. I say the witch king. I'm pretty good. That witch king had it coming. <laughs> how, how does someone be a witch king? <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> half. I'm a two spirit tribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm also joined by Lord of Baradur, the All Seeing Eye, Ben Yaxley. The All Seeing Eye, of course. Okay, <laughs> thanks for that. I guess <laughs> I'm omnipotent. Apparently, yes, you are. Cool. You're all good. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. Anything I'm all, you're going on? I mean, I haven't seen anything new. Yeah, that's even the though stuff. I'm even though the all-seeing eye. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's super ironic because yeah. I'm the the one of us that watches nothing. It's ironic. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Last of all, we're joined by the Lord of the Nazgul, leader of the Nine, Matlin. There were eleven, but two of them got fed up and left. I saw it. The three Oscars I care about are the Grouch, Maya Wieners. And justice against Pistorius. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so how are we all doing? I mean, after uh, after that collectively, intro, after collectively. that intro, yeah, a bit. I don't know. Fan- yeah, phantasmical. Phantasmical. Yeah. Yes, I don't even know. That's all. I've been lady- reading Lord of the Rings. I can so, tell. Yeah. I can very much see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going when it was witch king or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. <laughs> it should be a witch queen or a warlock king. That's right. Or a wizard king. Why, why is witch gender exclusive? Well, it's witch and wizard. What about a lizard queen? I am the lizard queen! Sorry, I had That's, to do that. Yeah. I know. Well, technically the witch king is Matt's character. Oh, so oh. I've been... Seeing <laughs> oh, uh, early Matt, slayer of the witch. Yeah. Yeah, I slayed, I slayed Matt. That's yeah. great. Just with good so comedy. You, that's, that's <laughs> have you all worked out who the characters were? Oh, I don't know. No idea. Mine's either. pretty tricky. Wait, was, uh, I, was I Gandalf? No, you were Boromir. Okay, cool. Yeah. And he was played by... Um, Sean Bean. Sean Bean, yes. yes. Gotcha. Cool. What is the deal with Middle Earth? <laughs> <laughs> Karen, you slay me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my okay. God. Who was I? You were um, Eowyn. Your favourite. Oh, yay. <laughs> I was, I like of course, her. Frodo. Yeah, uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah he saw everything. Never did anything about oh, it, but he saw is it. Is he Sauron? Yes. yes. All seen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind that of. was. That was. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. Okay. Was I the last one to get that? Yes. Oh. Unless Simon did. I didn't get it at all. But have you seen Lord of the Rings? Or? Really? When I was a child. Ah, uh, makes sense. Yes. Have you I have no clue who any of these characters are? Yeah. So you were the leader of the Ring race, the Witch King. Ah, yes. That, yeah. That's because of my Orlando Bloom good looks. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard King. <laughs> In fact, I'm pretty sure Harry, did Harry Potter start the gender exclusivity of witch and wizard? No. No? no? I feel like it was witches already, always applied yeah. to women. Yeah. So I think it might have started in Salem. In no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, yeah. men were witches too. John Proctor in The Crucible yeah, was... Yeah, um, which was just a slur, kind of. Not slur, it was more of a, but like a yeah. excuse to put people in power and other people not yeah. in power. Like, it was... Yeah. I, I can't... I think you got lost. Yeah, I can't really explain... Get people got lost in the crucible. It was, look, yeah, it got lost in the crucible. Um, it was... I was going to say, it's like McCarthyism, but then that needs it, it explanation too. It was Hillary's too. emails of the day. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think it was started by Harry Potter. I think it... it, it no, 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 no. On, on reflection, yeah. that was a really dumb question. Um, there are no dumb questions. There are many dumb questions. Yeah. <laughs> Men could be witches, but I think women were were more likely to be accused of witchcraft because of their wicked ways. That is true. Yep, that yeah. tracks. That is yeah. that, so, yep, accurate. Yeah. Completely. Cool. The old hags trope, I guess. Yep. I just, you know, women are evil. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. You hear that, Brie Larson? <laughs> oh my God, stop it. I would say oh. that we, like, you're going to let out all our secrets. We, we are know, evil. We know all your secrets. That's like three. That's Simpsons a lot of quotes. Simpsons quotes. I know. I'm on a roll today. It's, it's been four minutes. <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's keep going. So, do we want to start with some news? Has anyone heard anything interesting as of as of I play? have. Yeah. Um. So it seems like they are uh, considering Idris Elba for James Bond. Yep. Yes. Which? Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. I've cool. been I've been hoping for that for about five years, and now I'm yeah I'm really happy. Yeah, I heard specifically that Barbara Broccoli came out and said that 
they thought it was kind of maybe time that people would be accepting to a non-white James Bond. I don't think people would care that much. No, it's Idris Elba. They do. They do. But they should. Yeah, no, yeah. They, you look at yeah. Twitter. They yeah, yeah. They're very <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm remembering back to. I mean, not to compare them, but yeah, when there was a female doctor announced and that whole oh know, shit that storm. was yeah. oh. the doctor's not even a human. I know. Yeah. I know. And now there's James Bond. So why does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much? Yeah. He's not. I, I have less problem with the doctor being female than. Than James Bond changing gen- uh, like gender or um, ethnicity. Yeah. I don't know. I, gender, I don't mind it. Really. Gender would be it just doesn't bother me that much. I can I yeah. can understand the particulars argument in that it's a character. Like it's it's a character with experiences that inform it. But I don't really know if being Caucasian affects no. Bond much. Not at all. especially no. when Not someone much, like but... Idris Elba is everything Bond is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, probably more polite. Than... Yeah, he's tall, dark, and handsome. He just happens to be dark in other ways as well. There you go. He's just very dark. Yeah, he's just very dark. <laughs> he's just darker than, than others. I just think he should be in every movie. <laughs> yeah. He would make them better a bit. Instead of Dame Theory, it. it's like... A, a, a Idris I mean, Elba he, he's going to be knighted because that's how Dame Theory works. If they would fit into any show, <laughs> they're going to be knighted. It's a theory that I have, right? And I know Dame Theory. I didn't know about the knighting part of it. Well, oh. yeah, it's just, it just ties up the loose ends of the, se- the theory, really. <laughs> well, okay. Simon, why don't you explain it? I don't think we've explained it before. Yeah, so the Dame Theory is... is It, it, it works in literally every um, instance. So don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> you, you think of any knighted actor, Dame or Sir and put them in any role in film or television that you've seen, and it works. Prove me wrong. I mean, I don't have a list of people who have been knighted off the top of my head. I mean, you know... So my first thought was Elton John, weirdly enough. (laughs) 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 He's not exactly an actor. (laughs) He was in Kingsman. He's now an actor. (laughs) That that cricket player was absolutely (laughs) rubbish. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> he was in Kingsman. I'm hey, Donald exactly. Bradman. Let's see you in the new Marvel movie. Which yeah. is, he's been dead for eight years. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if they, look, I don't know if he would make Coronation. Oh, 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 <laughs> I think he would. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Stewart is having an affair with himself. He plays twins. On I mean, right? <laughs> Coronation. Right. That would be crazy. And he's the twins as well. I just yeah. I just yeah. thought of him playing a pencil. I don't know why. I just want to say. <laughs> it's, not even CGI, just like you know how Kevin Spacey became the cat. Yeah, right. yeah. Like Patrick Stewart is a pencil. Seven in and a pencil, and like a pencil with no face or anything. Yeah, it and he doesn't. He doesn't even read what he's writing. It, not even like dear sir or madam. He's like it's it's the less is being written. He's like it's hard being a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> I am sold. Yes, I'm confused. <laughs> Would it hurt being written? I think it's like it's tough being that a pencil. Would, ow, wouldn't that ow. be like his his like. Like the thing that he does, it'd yeah. be like eating. That's oh, true. it would be like an orgasm. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> oh, maybe he's Patrick Stewart waiting for an orgasm. Yeah, yeah. he's just trying to get people to write with him. People yeah. come past his head. He's like, "Come on, he's, look, he's yelling, he's yelling, yelling write with me. I'm so ready and urgent." <laughs> and and the, this person looks at this. Hmm, I don't need to write it. And he's like, "No, damn, you're so close." And someone does write with him. He's like, "Yes, oh, yeah. oh." Yeah. So he's a pen- he's a pencil in a news agency <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting for someone to pick him up he's not wearing a trench coat <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, not <laughs> you do realize that this is the man that played a like poo emoji yeah. right so he would probably listen if he ever listened to this go you know what he was a poo emoji yeah, in, uh, in, that's, yeah. Unfortunate. That unfortunate. he was that's sad so he would probably be all for it. Did that make the Emoji movie better? I don't think so. I didn't see it, but I can only imagine it wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't get any worse. Like, yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, no, it was awful. It was... Challenge accepted. No, seen some it... clips, it was bad. It was bad. Even he was bad. You didn't actually see it, did you? No. Okay. I saw some clips. But so. would that role have been better if it was someone else? No. No, it could no. have been. No, because like, I, yeah. I think it would have been just as bad whoever played it, really. <laughs> it just shouldn't have existed, really, yeah. as, as a that. thing. Yeah. So anyone else heard any general news about films or TV going on. I have a little bit if anyone 
Yeah, go ahead. Nah, no. no, we're all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no one did any homework. I really, I really don't one thing. I was googling I things like five minutes before this podcast, and I couldn't find much. Although they are Patrick Stewart's returning to Star Trek. Yes. Yes. Oh, that is the biggest news of the week, oh. and I forgot about it. Wow. And, and we, we were just talking about, about yeah, Patrick Stewart, yeah. and I have not seen the show, and yet even I know that. No, what it was was you were talking about Patrick Stewart, and I was thinking to myself, I'd, uh, I'll love it when he comes back as Picard. But oh yeah, that so it's this week. It's already yeah in it's your already, in your mind. It's already happened. Yeah, but no, he's I'm so t- happy. So he's coming back to Star Trek. Yes, as I don't know who we played. Picard. 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 Yeah, I'm assuming he's not going to be like the captain of the Enterprise. Presumably no. not. It's, no. A, it's a new kind of series where he's playing that same character though. Yeah, he's playing he's much Luke. older. Obviously, he's playing a pencil. No, <laughs> no. Well, we don't know what happened to Picard. He does play flute. He plays what? a flute. He is, he's not a flute. <laughs> he plays a flute. Yeah. I literally thought that was a character in Star Trek. That was just an animate flute. It's amazing. Star Wars is a lot cooler with its lightsabers, isn't it? Versus yeah. flute. Yeah. Versus flute. Yeah. I don't know. Lightsabers versus phasers. Oh. Lightsabers win. For Light, me. Lightsabers win. are kind of lame. If you're going yeah. for like cool oh, factor. Are. Oh, lightsabers by me. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, but even just like use-wise, use like look-wise oh. and use-wise, I think both... Lightsabers win. Does a phaser no, have like a setting? To no, 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 no. Phasers. Phasers are more useful in no. the sense that they do not kill people. Well, they can kill people, yeah. but they get which set is, to stun. Yeah, which is why they're super which lame. Why they're super <laughs> lame. <laughs> Jedi are like, we're all about peace. We're yeah. all about peace. Laser sword that will like slice everything in two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, they're, they're not about actually killing with lightsabers generally. It's all about disarming. Jedis are. They're yeah. Sith are like, nah, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, lightsabers is meant to be like yeah, last resort. The movies, the movies are kind of like the specific times where it actually When it actually happens. has to be a last resort and you just yeah. see them all in a two hour time frame. But no, they're meant to be for disarming purposes and yeah, and yeah. basically so, not to be used. Oh, just chopping weapon. a lot of arms off. This really. is just to Hands slice my vegetables yeah. and open locks. Well, <laughs> as an intellectual, I find the ethical considerations of Star Trek way cooler. I know, I agree. Than the agree. other stuff. I fist pump over their comments on religion and Oh, it's probably it's probably far more interesting. I don't give a shit though. It's yeah, super lame. Star Wars yeah. is awesome. I love Star Trek, but it's all super lame. You have to accept <laughs> it is, that. It, it is, is pretty lame. Yeah. It's lame. It is pretty lame. It. It's very camp as well. It's oh, a, actually, it's a utopian, you know. boring ass society. Yeah. It's not boring. I'm sorry. I would love like... a holodeck any day of the week. I, a holodeck, in holodeck theory, I completely agree with Karen, but I've tried to watch Star Trek and it is boring. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nah. I, the I, theory I, behind I it living in that world would be boring as shit. I would, like, no. I would like to learn more about Star Trek. I, I would, want to watch more Star Trek. I would love to live in that world because it's like Star Wars, no one's really that happy in it. At least in Star Trek, you know, everyone's... People are happy in it. Who's who? Who was the last person who was super happy in the Star band Wars? The band in Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. One song. You have one song in your repertoire, and you're making bank for it. Play it again. They have like the Veronicas. That's a timely reference. That's also very cult. That's very Australian specific as well. They they lived in my suburb. Did they really? Yeah, they used to live on the north side, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, now we're getting even more specific. (laughs) (laughs) They live at this address. (laughs) Been a huge fan for years. Oh, I live I live across the road at this address. But Star Trek. So we got very off track there. Yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I do that. It was very like I was very happy to see his returning. However, it is a little bit of a oh well, what if it's not that good it's kind of back to the future isn't it like not the film franchise it's sort of going back to what worked once upon a time it's nostalgia but is it going to be good nostalgia but all like I think it's you can I think you can mostly assume Patrick Stewart's performance will be excellent oh yeah it's more just going to be the writing and the actual plot of it and what they do with him what they do with him yeah because from memory he um, this is me nerding out now from memory he didn't become an admiral from memory, because he never wanted to be an admiral because he saw it as kind of death by um, paperwork, whereas mm. Janeway kind right. of went came back after Voyager and was just like, I'm going to be an admiral now because I've had enough. I'm happy. Well, yeah, so, she, all she did was fight for like 10 years. So, yeah, so she was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. So she became an admiral. But from memory, Picard didn't want to, so he may still be a captain. He may have become an admiral anyway who knows what's going to happen to him so it'll start, be fascinating star trek's interesting because it's one of those shows where i think it's interesting to like hear someone talk about it or actually <laughs> go into the theory behind it would never fucking watch it ever i don't know voyage is a good one to on watch. you i think it's a great <laughs> show. you know right yeah yeah, yeah. no but show. yeah like the 
I don't know, hearing about it or hearing stories about it or the the undertones and everything that they explore with it is really interesting, but I don't, like, the show itself, I'm like, eh, whatever. Well, it's with it as well, because there's so much of it, I find that people that... Because I grew up with the original series mm. and seeing bits of Next Gen on TV, but mostly the original series, it was on every Sunday and I'd watch it. And then I watched Next Gen when I was older... And then Voyager after that. Mm. And then I didn't touch Enterprise with a 10-foot pole. But then, like, there was... You know, when you watch them because you're really interested, that's when it, you know, you get kind of as deep in the knowledge as I have. And I'm like, Mm. I want to watch everything. And I love it so much and so passionate about it. But if you just never got into it, it's really hard to get into. Yeah, Yeah, it's that. It's a very intimidating series. Because you yeah, have to choose agree, one yeah. as well. Yeah, because like, yeah, there's what well, yeah, you, you have to like choose, four different you have to ones. Choose, yeah, it's like Doctor Who. You have to choose your captain, basically. And I found yeah. getting into Seinfeld hard enough, and that's really? like ten <laughs> yeah. seasons. It's like nine yeah. seasons. Not like Just three seasons. There's like Seinfeld in space, Seinfeld in the ocean. <laughs> there's still no plot. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's changed people's lives. Star Trek. I know. I mean, I've, oh yeah. yeah. I, I, really I'm not down. criticizing it. It's oh, just, yeah, yeah, it's not my thing, and yeah, it's, it is just intimidating. I find yeah. the Star Wars Star Trek paradigm quite interesting because. One is very clearly more traditional sci-fi, as yeah. I imagine it. Another one's fantasy. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting how they butt heads. We're not, a lot of people like both, but there is that dynamic between the two fan I think, groups. I think quite... the reason that happened was because it was the 70s. Yeah. And there was mm. nothing... Like, after Return of the Jedi and before Next Gen, there was nothing well, for either of those... Be... I don't know, 89, early 90s, maybe yeah. late 80s? Next Gen, I'm sure. Next Gen started in 89. 89, 89. yeah. Okay, thought, yeah, so that, there was a gap in between. Yeah, there was, a, there was a gap. And I, in that gap, there was no new content except yeah. for, like, mm. EU stuff for them to chew on. And they were both at conventions at the same time, both with space that stuff. That makes sense. So that's where it all... Because William Shatner never went to any of these conventions because, to him, it's really weird to, sit, to think about, but... To the cast members of Star Trek at the time, like once it finished, it was like, oh, that was just something I did. Yeah. And it was fun, but that was something we did. And then. Religion to people. It became a religion over time. And when he went, he was like, oh, I'm not sure whether I should go to these things. And Mm. he went to the first one and he said he walked out and there were so many adoring fans and the way that they were and Star Trek changed their lives and things like that. Um, He said, like, he got addicted to going on this convention circuit. But he did say. That people have come up to him, and one man came up to him and said, "I was an I'm an aeronautical engineer, and I was that because of Star Trek." And he said, "Part of him was like, not really. It wasn't because of Star Trek." Yeah. And he had that doubt, and then he suddenly started to realize that actually, no, Star Trek did change people's lives. So mm. he had that journey through it, and I guess Star Wars was similar in the sense that people's. I don't think it is actually. It doesn't. I don't think it has that impact. No, on it's I more of just so. a more a gateway into into genre. Yeah, but, but yeah. people have that that there's a thing there's a bigger disconnect with Star Wars as well cuz I don't know, it's hard to explain. I think maybe Star Trek has more relatable characters. Yeah, I mean it's also the difference the between more television human. and film. That, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's you true. You spend so much time with that's them true. and it's a storytelling difference of Star Wars being told in epics whereas That's true. Yeah. Star Trek is told in like a very realistic yeah. sort of Yeah, so you get you get more humanized. I can imagine that, that yeah. storytelling difference being a large point of contention like oh you're watching that mind numbing blockbuster. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm watching my serialized. <laughs> <laughs> but also you need to remember that Star Wars is a long time ago in a galaxy far far away whereas <laughs> Star Trek is this is what our future could be like mm-hmm. if we all you know, actually got our act together, this is what our future could be. And it's, you know, it's a utopia in the sense that humanity has their shit sorted out. Mm. But... Or the aliens don't. <laughs> so we yeah, exactly. Human so there's all... Aspects. Yeah, there's human aspects in the conflict with yeah. that. And also, you know, there's the ethical considerations that once you get your own stuff sorted out, there's like higher level kind of ethical considerations mm. you have to think about. And that's what they go into. And that's why this show is so boring. <laughs> yes, yes, yes it is. It's not It's not really. It's, it's a good show, but 
I, I, my point is more so that if you, if you were gonna choose a world to live in, I'd choose, I'd choose Star, Wars? Star Wars. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. No, no I would choose not. Star Trek because I value my life. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'd rather I, have fun. I'd, yeah, I'd, rather, I'd rather, yeah, go fast and die young. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all fun and games until you know Anakin. Mm. No, nah, bring it on. Yeah. Because oh, no, there's, been, yeah. there's, been sh- there's plenty of shit that went on in Star, Star yeah. Wars before Anakin. Oh, yeah. That was oh. bad. And also, yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Be fucking cool. No, sorry. Like, Fire Star Trek week. World <laughs> yeah. is... I find it would be way funner. You're not living in squalor, kind of going around. Because I've never seen anything that I've gone, you know what? I would really like to be in this right now. I Whereas have. with Star Tally. Trek... <laughs> Tatooine's a desert, horrible planet. No, just that one bar. <laughs> just live your entire life. I hope they play that song again. <laughs> uh, or um, uh, I'm blanking on on Star Wars. What do you now. think Naboo, that song's Naboo called? Naboo would be, would be nice. Naboo, Naboo would, would be very nice. I always liked Alderaan before it got blown up. Kashyyyk, I think Kashyyyk. Till <laughs> that Thursday. I love how you're doing like real estate for. I think oh, Kashyyyk I think would this be lovely. Yeah, what do you think the name? Of that song they play in the bar in Tatooine is called. It's mm. called the um ah oh, I have the soundtrack on vinyl. It oh, it's actually. What, what do you think? What do you think the band? Called? It's just called the Cantina Band song. See that, but they, yeah, wouldn't they wouldn't call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's that's that's, yeah. a, that's its sort of non-diegetic name. I think that I, th- I think their band name is the Cantina, Cantina band. band. Yeah. And they only have one song, so this is the Cantina yeah. Band song. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Star Trek. <laughs> so Star Trek's in the bunker? Yeah, that was, that was a weird offshoot. That was a weird offshoot. But no, I think... That was think... my nickname in high school. <laughs> so my news is that um, I heard that they probably will be going forward with uh, a Black Cat movie. Now, does everyone in know who I have this? never heard of that. So, I know it's Spider-Man related. Yes. That's about it. So Sony is going to do a Black Cat movie to make their kind of weird Spider-Verse thing that makes no sense. I, I don't get it because Venom looks awful. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so none of you really know much about Black Cat? I'm sure. no, I know what she looks zero. like. Felicia Hardy? Yes, Felicia Hardy. Oh, okay. yeah. And I know she's really sexual. Yeah, well, that's cool. <laughs> she, her powers are basically that she's lucky. So I'm she's coming out of Star Trek. Dominant. I'm going into the Spider Verse. <laughs> her, her, just... her power is she's lucky. No, she actually she has bad luck powers. So everyone oh. else gets bad. Oh luck. no, I have her. Oh, right. that's like the battle oh. meditation. Yeah, so Star it's like Wars. the opposite of what Domino. <laughs> I'm going into Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite of what Domino has in, in Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. that makes so more sense. She doesn't have any like overt powers. Basically, she's just a she's just a, mm. uh, a cat burglar, pretty much. So I don't know uh, really what they're gonna do with her. Is she's a cool character, but she's yeah. very much a like alongside Spider-Man character for me. Yeah. So I don't really know what they're gonna do. I'm sorry for this random little tangent I'm gonna go on, but <laughs> I delved into like lots of videos about kids YouTube and how weird things can get. Oh, and, okay. Um, that's oh, a God. story. So what I did was I like. When I heard that there were these horrible videos of Spider-Man and Elsa doing really weird stuff, I just typed in Spider-Man Kids YouTube and I watched this one video and it was Spider-Man and Black Cat like kind of play fighting on a street and it's just made me really reluctant to see any black cat stuff because it was really she was really sexual and that, it was like a weird play fighting thing that they were doing the most offensive thing about that are the continuity issues <laughs> they were, really? yeah they were it was a kids youtube thing it was a kids channel and it was like really happy kid music like play school music while spider-man and black cat were kind of wrestling each other. so are they, are they animated no it's kids dressed up as them no, no it's adults. adults adults yeah so why is it a kids channel? So YouTube has YouTube kids and they have, and it's been kind of found out recently that there's a lot of videos there that really aren't appropriate for kids. Oh, so they're supposed to be for kids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, YouTube it, kids is because the way that YouTube works is the algorithm kind of dictates what people can watch. And there's been a lot of things where people are getting demonetized because of adult content. Uh-huh. Um, whereas you're only supposed to be 13 when you actually sign up for YouTube. So it's meant to be 13 and above. So they release YouTube kids so that people below the age of 13 could watch videos. And what happened was parents give their kids iPads. Sorry, it's just got more porn on it than actual YouTube. <laughs> it does. It does, yeah. It actually does. So what happened was, kid, like, parents just give their 
um, kids like an iPad and let them go for it. And they're typing on kids' YouTube and they watch like Kinder Egg and like raveling videos where they oh, open Kinder Egg toys. The, the, the sensory stuff. And then yeah. the girls are like, I'm just going to get my nails and put them on this shaft yeah but that's what it is asmr for kids they just love it because they get like a little rush of dopamine whenever the unboxing stuff like that yeah Yeah. and like playing with toys and they make millions and millions because kids just eat up that shit they really do they love it and then what's happened is because you can make millions millions of kids youtube by and then kids when they go on youtube are just going to type in like spider-man or elsa so there's all of these weird videos of adults who are making videos for YouTube kids to kind of get up there on the algorithm. So it's like Spider-Man and Elsa go chase each other through a jail. And like, it's really just, it's just strange. There's nothing overtly sexual or violent in most of them. There are some that have they like violent stuff in They just make me sexual and violent. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like really strange and they actually like they're really off-putting they're yeah. really off-putting yeah. and unsettling okay. and they've given kids nightmares and parents are yeah, in I can imagine those stuff. children are going to grow up to be like psychopaths yeah they, yep, they're, they're, they're really they're already weird. going to because that's the internet anyway yeah yeah like, they'll be fine things we're, like, we're kind of screwed <laughs> there's things on there like Spider-Man chases pregnant Elsa yeah. Like, oh, things like no. that. Why? And no. it's for kids. Why does the internet always Just bring wait. pregnancy into it? Yeah, they, they, they like doing that with, yeah. like, Disney characters yeah. for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Chasing pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> What's the vitamin doing? And there's like get, lo- you, get your act together, Peter. Like, and there's on. loads where there's like just women in bikinis around like superheroes yeah. and stuff. And it's. <laughs> Spider Man picks up in the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna c- come back with me to New York and yeah. hang out. It's it's gross. So now, like, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. don't do that. No. Not with the noise. But yeah, it's there's gross videos, and I watch one with Black Cat in it, and now I just see Black Cat as this like sexualized. That's, that's not her fault. It's not her fault. It's whoever uploaded that video that I watched out of curiosity because I went on this track of seeing what uh, horrible things were on there. Just actually get a weird Tuesday night. I did. Yeah, <laughs> it was bored, like YouTube kind of hole that you can fall in. See, when I get bored to play a video game, I guess that's the difference between you I'm and I. I'm just mm-hmm. shocked as to how much money they can make. Yeah. I thought about reading children's books on on sort of YouTube. I've thought stuff. about doing something like that and as well. Instead of like you know, oh, you're a wizard, Harry. Is that, does that mean that you're male or female? <laughs> <laughs> How old was witch as a term? You stop after every sentence yeah. to give a bit of a lecture. Yeah. Let's break this down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care much about Black Cat. I'm not. I'm, the thing that gets me is I'm just. I'm not trusting Sony. Oh, me as, neither. Uh, with their films anymore. Yeah. Because so it's super hit and miss. Is this Spider Verse in the Sony? It's Mine, so Sony's so. doing like a separate thing with the Spider Man characters because apparently they have. I read somewhere that they also have access to like about 900 Marvel characters. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They own the Spider-Man rights, and then when you own those rights, you own it affiliated fil- characters. It filters down, yeah. So it filters down. Mm. So and yeah, they have all these characters that obviously they want to try and make money off. So they're they're, they're making this Venom movie, which looks yeah, awful. The, it looks the, fucking. The more awful. I see of it, the worse it gets. Yeah, that voice. The, I hate the effect, the visual. The the um, I, the only thing I kind of like is is the, the actual Venom itself looks alright. It looks better than it did in Spider Man Three. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> ignoring that, I'll give it that. Ignore, ignoring that, because I think was there was there one trailer where it showed like kind of the transformation. Yeah, and it, I don't it, like how it goes over his it. head. I don't like. I don't like. I hated, that. The, I hated the whole effect yeah. of it. I was like, it was uh, what cringy. I hate is the 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 symbiote shooting out of yeah. him and hitting stuff. It just looks really weird. And Tom Hardy is not believable at all. The action <laughs> scenes, the action scenes do look very uninspired. Like, oh, yeah. Just from yeah. what I've seen. They're just like, oh, he shoots mm. a tentacle and someone flies into a wall. In the- like, you're supposed to come up with ideas on how to yeah. use that interestingly. Yeah. Mm. And in the in the latest trailer, there's a whole bit where he's holding a guy and he's like, um, and it's Venom speaking. He's like, oh, I'm going to have a tasty snack. Uh, so yeah. many tasty snacks. I'm going to have your pancreas. And he goes through all these things that he <laughs> I'm going to chase pregnant Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> It's just yeah, I don't trust. It Sony. seems yeah, yeah no. I, the, Sony's burnt a lot of uh, bridges, a lot of bridges yeah. and just characters over the Why over is few years. Why is pregnant Elsa research term? <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it's just Elsa that's the search term. Yeah, yeah, and then it comes yeah. up with yeah. that. So yeah. Why well, pregnant then? <laughs> why put the it in, in there at the all? Because weird. I guarantee you this person that played Elsa probably was just pregnant yeah, and they probably. couldn't be bothered getting someone else. That's fair. <laughs> was it pregnant? Well, everyone <laughs> is, every actress that's come to this audition is pregnant. <laughs> this is just random yeah, people. No, it's, it's not yeah. actress. Yeah, it's people on the street. Yeah, yeah. it's just random people. Yeah. Oh, why is everyone on this street pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> There's this one guy like, ah. <laughs> job done. Now to move. <laughs> Wish I didn't spend all the money on the dinner dates. <laughs> um, that was an expensive sex capade. <laughs> stop us, Nick. Stop us. Yeah, stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you to stop. Venom. I'm trying to work. So I can go and talk to him about movies again. Is <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite. Well, he's my favorite Spider-Man villain, or I guess anti-hero he eventually becomes. So it's very yeah. upsetting that it just hasn't been taken on with love. Yeah, yet. there's some good actors in it. Yeah, Tom who, Hardy's who, not a bad yeah, actor. Who he's else a is in it? Uh, I'm, I'm forgetting. He's a great I actor. I don't think he's. I just know that the, the cast is actually not that bad. It's not. It's not. And a also, bad cast problem with it's, with yeah. announcing. Black Cat, they haven't announced any... No, they just basically like that. said that they're going to make it and they're going to make, like, f- other female characters. Sorry, I just thought of news, but we'll do it when okay. you're done. Yeah, I'm just looking at... I'm just I trying just to... Remind it I have a question. Slow. Yeah. Who's a better Venom? Uh, Tom Hardy or Topher Grace? Tom um, Hardy. For me, Topher Grace. Because he is more, much more believable as a reporter. That scene, no, no, really come on. Love that part. That scene yeah. is fucking awful. <laughs> but I don't see why Tom Hardy can't be a reporter. Like when reporters he, can be. He, when, he's when, actually when, a journalist, and he's just listening to someone cast, and he's yeah. getting his silent tears. Yeah. <laughs> when you're standing there going, but 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 they but but yeah, they. Yeah, I, 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 I agree I, with I, you. I, the way it, that he talks yeah. is not conducive it's, to someone. The way that he talks is right conducive yeah. to much of anything. <laughs> <laughs> He he's certainly a better like venom. I think that's a bit Physically, more important because yeah. he's got that 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 bulk and you can believe the aggression and that sort of stuff. And I'm not as well versed on Spider Man as Unique, but I like I always took Eddie Brock to be a bad journalist. That's why he has to fake stuff. He is, yeah. And he's yeah. he's just this jock who's like, I'm gonna follow Dad and the journalist. And I don't know if his dad was a journalist. I'm gonna go become a journalist like Dad. Dad'll get me in a little bit of school. And he's like, How do I use this camera properly? It sucks. It's but like the, oh, you press the button, Eddie. <laughs> oh, okay. See, the thing is that that works fine for when Spider-Man's involved. When you do the actual origin. Where you know, oh, he's, yes, he, yes, but they're not doing true. that. He's an actual that, that, reporter. Okay, in this. that actually that makes sense. <laughs> he's, oh, he's not a shit. <laughs> he's not a shit reporter. No, in this. no. Because originally, yeah, he's a bad reporter. He he basically mooches off Peter, and uh, and he's not yeah. that great. And then he get the symbiote. Fall. It's a shitty Maybe, origin how he gets the symbiote. Yeah. It just falls on top of him. <laughs> but like, turns on the tap yeah. one day. He's like, oh, this ward is black. <laughs> it's just New York. He's in he's in a, he's in a church. Spider-Man rings the bell because sound affects yeah, the, the symbiote, symbiote and it falls on top of him and that's how he gets the symbiote. I, I like I like that um, origin story. I saw yeah, that one in the it's, it's, a, it's a good origin but story. I think maybe they're going to do something with Eddie Brock where he's really bad at journalism. So <laughs> he's like, just this guy trying. It's like, oh, come on, Eddie, you can you can <laughs> string together a sentence. Or even though, yeah, exactly. Because even the bit where he's walking down the street, he's like, oh, well, well if, if you're going to stay, we'll only hurt bad people. It just it sounds no, so bad. No, it does. Yeah. That, well, that was a deal that um in the sort of comics that um I think it might be Toxin. There's another symbiote. I think there's, there's about four or five yeah, now. There's yeah. a whole bunch of them. Yeah. But they... um. It gets into this like private investigator who makes a deal with it. It's like you're going to come out for an yeah. hour a day, and yeah, you so get to play. But apart from that, we're not going to hurt people. Yeah, and like eventually, Flash gets the symbiote, and they uh, use it as yeah. like a weapon weapon thing because he's in the army. I think he becomes, becomes Venom. Agent Venom. Yeah, yeah. So he's like yeah. a a government kind of yeah. facilitated superhero, basically. Yeah. This one was yeah. like sort of like an offspring of Carnage, and it's like there's a yeah, it's toxin or yeah. toxic something yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's it. I guess they're just sort of taking whatever they like from the symbiote stories and yeah. putting it into uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much just amalgamate them all together. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so has anyone seen any movies? I know myself and Karen saw Fallout, which was amazing. Yeah. How, how was it? Great. Yeah, amazing. It's, it's fantastic. The hype for it was actually quite legit because it was a bit of a sleeper because mm. it's just yeah. another Mission Impossible film. But when people say it's what it's a great action film, yeah, they are right because every set piece they put in there is interesting and different. The action in it is 
action builds up, but it doesn't ever get to the point where it's completely like, oh, okay, I'm just seeing things whiz past me. Like, you feel the impact of everything. The choreography isn't to the point where you're like, it's really smooth choreographed. Like mm. you can use, it's kind of more realistic in that sense. You that, that, see that, the vehicles shudder and the gritty and it's mistakes are made. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's, it's really good. And whenever it gets into ridiculous territory, it just kind of winks to the camera. It's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like there's one <laughs> point where some people are chasing Tom Cruise and Simon Pegg goes, who's chasing you now? And he's like, does it matter? And it's true. Yeah, like, yeah, does yeah. it matter? He's being yeah. chased. That's all you care about. And it's I just really... saw if you ever see Tom Cruise on the street, just run after him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being chased by who? He'll, he'll just turn into Ethan Hunt and just start, like, yeah. jumping over buildings. Yeah. One thing I really liked about the trailers and everything kind of leading up to this film was how... The trailers were amazing. Sorry, just to interject. Yeah, they were, they were fucking excellent. Fucking great. I agree. Yeah. And I really like how they were about Tom Cruise. Like, yeah. I yeah. like that. We don't have too many movie stars anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. A lot of True. ensemble casts, a lot of great actors, a lot of performers that really do a great job. But it's like, yeah, here's Tom Cruise yeah. in this he's, movie. Yeah, this is a celebrity. This is, yeah. Yeah. He this is, is a, a personality. He's the quintessential movie star. Yeah. When you say movie star, he's the fir- one of the first people you think of. Mm. I mean, it's been that way since the 90s. And he's yeah, but there, there was also a dip. There was. Now he's, now he's coming was. back. And I yeah. like that. And he's working hard for it. He's always been a pretty talented actor. I mean, yeah. he's, he's off when he went through that jumping on Oprah's couch phase, which... Yep. I see nothing wrong with personally. I, think it's funny. Yeah. I, I think also it's so hate couches. He's a, he's a nut. <laughs> oh, he really? is a nut. He's, yeah. he's, he's just mellowed out a bit yeah. from that. Thank he, God. Yeah. He finally got the PR together. <laughs> yeah. The, man, the same, man's insane. Yeah, but at the same time, he is famous enough that that insanity, of course, would come in. But everyone yeah. who meets him always says he's a really nice guy. Like yeah. I read an interview yeah, yeah. with Simon Pegg and he was saying that no matter who you are, you always feel like the most important person in the room when Tom's there because he would just come up to you and be like, oh, how are you? And he'll devote all his attention to you. And I can see that he is genuine. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, look, I always am an apologist for Tom Cruise because I like him. I, I think yeah, he's I, charismatic. He is really good in Mission Impossible Fallout. He really brings the dramatic chops, but he also, you know, his action is flawless and he puts himself through all these stunts for a reason. Like those practical stunts do pay off. He is getting old. He is, but he still looks like Tom Cruise. But he is, he is fit beyond belief. He is. That is nuts. He does, he, I mean, it's well known that he does his own stunts, but he's, he's working really hard. He's a working at, like he's, he's getting every, He's earning that money because yeah, he's a producer as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. He, he he's very integral to these yeah. movies. Yeah. Him, so Christopher McQuarrie directed this one again. He directed Rogue Nation. I watched. Uh, yeah. I've listened to a bit of the Empire podcast, and they had a big two and a half hour interview with Christopher McQuarrie. Wow, um, which was really interesting. They actually have another one coming out, which is another two and a half hours. All they're doing is talking about Fallout. Jeez. And it, Christopher McQuarrie a, seems like an awesome guy. Yeah. And he was really interesting to listen to. And basically, when he's making that movie, Tom Cruise is very integral yeah. into making it. Yeah. The stunts, they he comes up with himself, yeah. basically. Like, he flies these helicopters for real in the movie. Mm. In these ditches. In, it's in yeah. New Zealand, but it's actually somewhere else in the movie. Yeah. It's New Zealand yeah. pretending to be a different place. Yeah. Um, through mountains and stuff. He's actually doing that. He's actually hanging off that rope on the end. Yeah, yeah. The, that's that's the terrifying. Helicopter. He's running and he's jumping across those buildings. He broke his ankle. They yeah. stopped production because he broke his ankle. Um, which that cut is in that that take is in the movie. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Where he breaks his ankle. That's awesome. Yeah, because you can see him hobble when he gets up. Because <laughs> he just <laughs> keeps going. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, no, he, he hits it. But you can see his foot twist, break. He gets up and he oh. takes a step and he hobbles, okay. so you can see it. Yeah. But um, the one thing, like, I don't know who told me this, but it was a bit of an anecdote about Tom Cruise and the creative control of Mission Impossible. And I think it was Mission Impossible 3. Like, after Mission Impossible 2, to come back for the third one, because 2 still made a load of money, mm. um, he asked in his contract for something crazy like a majority of creative control. And he was very specific in, I want creative control of this franchise. I want to do this. I want to, you know, have it in the contract that, you know, I'm... I'm the star, but there will also be other people in it, and I want to make it more about Ethan Hunt and not, 
try and worry about the TV show as much and do all these kind of things. And he really stre- stretched out those contract negotiations and he finally got it. Mission Impossible 3 happened and took it on a different track. Like, it's not the best of the movies, but it hmm. did take it on that new track that it's been going on. Off the top of your head, do you know how long there was between 2 and 3? Because that felt like a big space. I think it was a pretty big I think gap. it was one of the biggest spaces, yeah. yeah. And he, but he like geared it into the new kind of way mm. it and is then, now. And then JJ came in with Ghost Protocol, correct? Yes, JJ came in with Ghost Protocol, but Tom Cruise had like this creative control where he wasn't asking to do anything except he wanted the power to be able to say no. That yeah. was his one thing. He says, I want the power so that if I say no, it goes. Yeah. Um, I can veto That's anything. Cool. Yeah, right. And he did that. And then when the contract negotiations were up, I think it was. At after Rogue Nation, he they said, okay, so I'll take it you want this amount of creative control. I think it was 80% or something. And he went, no, I don't need that anymore. It's fine. It's on the track I want. Cool. And I that's mean, it's, it. It's paid off. And, and also yeah. Christopher McQuarrie and him seem very close. Christopher yeah. McQuarrie did yeah. Edge of Tomorrow as well. Mm, he yeah. did the, both the Jack Reacher movies. I have heard that they're, they're very tight with each other yeah. Yeah. in terms of the creation of it all and mm. how everything's done. Oh, and also yeah. just it's nuts how little of a script they have. When they film those movies, <laughs> I kind of, I, I kind of, it's such a big yeah. film. Yeah. And, and no, yeah. not no script. But he, did, he has yeah. like a basic outline, yeah. but he's talking about like them coming down to like the last five minutes of shooting in a day wow. to finish things. Like, wow. because they're doing so many different takes of different things and him yeah. coming up with lines like on the day, basically. Like, he has his outline of what he wants to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a script, obviously, but it's little of like organization as to actually what the fuck yeah. they're doing. Well, you, you, <laughs> get, you still imagine those things to be this arranged to like, oh, yeah, yeah you do. They normally yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah, it'd be one of those things where he already has the movie plotted out in his head, yeah. into his entirety, mm. and he just hasn't told anyone. Yeah. And yeah. he just tells everyone on the day, yeah. Yeah. and it just somehow pays off. <laughs> he tells everyone on the day of release. It's like, uh, where's the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, Tom, what are we doing today? All right, we need two planes. It's like fifty feet of road, zero g force. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, oh, I've. This is going to be a very bad thing to bring up because I don't remember the title of it. But I saw, I was just reminded of a film that Tom Cruise did recently with um, Dom L. Gleason. Um, Dom no L. Gleason and Tom Cruise. Uh, huh. what happened no idea. It looked really interesting and it was just cool to see because I'm a huge fan of Gleason, just to see mm. him interacting with Tom Cruise. Mm. And um, I was curious to see if anyone around the table had seen it. Unfortunately, no. not. I do have a question about Fallout though because mm. I have heard that the plot. Surprisingly, there's a plot is very tied into Rogue Nation. Okay, so it it follows on from Rogue yeah. Nation. You don't really have to have seen it though. Yeah, that's what it, I was going to ask. The plot is, is 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 a weird one because I came out and I was asking Karen questions about the plot, but I still understood the plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is super simple. Mm. They explain it multiple times, but there is points where if you miss a bit of dialogue, you you kind of get a little bit lost. Yeah. But it doesn't keep you in the dark very long. Is yeah. it, is you it, find your way out easy, easily enough. And again, because of lines like when he said, doesn't matter who's chasing me or, yeah, you know, yeah. there are like those tongue in cheek and that, that campiness that they do bring through. But it's like winking at the camera like this yeah. is campy, but it's also awesome. Mm. And all of that kind of pushes you through the plot so that if there is any questions you have, you kind of go to yourself, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, especially because, you know, I like to contrast it to Atomic Blonde, which was last year, which yeah. was a film that I was so keen to see. And then the plot... Is that a sequel? <coughs> I don't know. Like, the plot, though, was right at the end, they were putting things like, but she's actually a triple agent or a double agent. or right. And it got to the point where I was so confused. And they were obviously trying to be really clever with the plot. Mm. Whereas in Fallout, they're not trying to be really clever with the plot. No. It's quite simple. It's like, you need to break this guy out. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, um, this is your mission and then this is what you need to do to get the next part of the mission or the next part of the mission mm. so you're following along with that and it's the more intricate bits and yeah. why a certain character or villain might matter mm. him coming back but you still understand he's a bad guy yeah. Ethan put him in there yeah, yeah. like you so, don't need it but mm. it just helps yeah I would 100% recommend watching Rogue Nation first anyway yeah. you don't mm. need to but Rogue Nation was fucking great I have heard it was really I good. Loved yeah. it, loved it, absolutely loved it. Yeah. I actually kind of still prefer it slightly over Fallout. Oh, interesting. In my opinion, I I think they were both probably as good as each other. But if mm. but re- I want to have a rewatch of Fallout. Haven't got the chance yet. It is but, um, it is yeah. satisfying to see just how well this movie 
is doing mm. and i think because it shows now that people are realizing there is actually an art form to good action mm. and people can see yeah. that now yeah. yeah yeah i'd like to contrast it to skyscraper which is <laughs> <laughs> because no honestly because skyscraper is an action film that came out and it's like it's like die hard and you know die but, hard and tiring with, yeah with duct tape yeah, but yeah. this is the thing, right? They, The people that made Skyscraper didn't seem to understand that action is an art form and were just more like, we'll raise the stakes, then we'll raise yeah, the stakes yeah. again. And like, oh, he'll do an impossible jump. It's fine. Whereas Tom Cruise does a semi-impossible jump. He still but Tom has Cruise it. actually does it. But he yeah. actually did it. And that jump like had some wires on it, but it was believable enough. And it. it's things like when people smash against the wall you hear the impact whereas yeah. in skyscraper the action i was gonna say that yeah in the trailers the sound design yeah. is actually the thing i was impressed with oh it's amazing and i was like i want to go amazing. see it for the sound that fight scene in that bathroom that's yes. in the trailer yeah. yeah is fucking glorious it is so brutal and when i was what, listening to that um interview with christopher mccrory he was talking about when they were auditioning people to do it mm. they were like Someone is gonna get hurt. Like, that's how brutal they were. They were doing it. Um, it looks. They, they, it looks the guy, fantastic. They, to the point that they actually, the guy who who they're fighting mm. in the bathroom is an actual stunt man. Right. Yeah. He he's just a stunt man that they got to um, to play that character that they're fighting. I mean, that's that's probably. And, but he's awesome. He's an android. He's awesome. Yeah. 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 Like he is. He is basically. He's amazing. It's really good, and the and it's you know it shows that a good action film can really carry you. And it's something, and a good spy flick as well, especially yeah. with James Bond, the way it went before. Hopefully, Jess Alba can bring it maybe yeah. back a little bit. But like Spectre, no one remembers. Nope. Oh, and yeah, that was a movie. To have like we a. said that was it. Yeah. <laughs> but then Mission Impossible Fallout, it's like a spy film that you go and yeah. see that is just really solid. And mm. I think that, you know, Mission Impossible being one of the most solid performers when it comes to quality as a franchise now yeah. because it's had like three films in a row that have been pretty good mm. so very good i'd say very good yeah well it yeah. sounds like they're getting better yeah. yeah and the introduction in rogue nation of, of rebecca ferguson i think really helped it yeah as well yeah she is amazing in she's this really film. good really really good ving rames and simon pegg great solomon the guy who plays solomon um sean harris sean harris is yeah very good Henry Cavill was fucking great. Yeah, I Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, I feel so bad for because everyone kind of sees him as Superman in these kind of... It's a tough role. That's bad. Part, you know, a tough role. You know, yeah. that is part of the reason he has the moustache is so that really? he doesn't look like Superman. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he's a really great actor and whenever yeah. I've seen him in anything else, he's so likeable and charismatic and even in Mission Impossible Fallout where he's not supposed to be really like charismatic or anything he still is like really enjoyable to watch and his mm. character is really enjoyable to watch and it just sucks that he's been kind of relegated to being superman mm. who is the most boring kind of character yeah. he can play i think it's one of those things where you got to kind of look at the fact that yes he, he's a fantastic actor and he's had not much to work with and as matt said before it's a tough role i feel like it's a role that you can't win on no. You won't get it. Yeah. At least so far. Like, so no. Well, no. Well, yeah. I'm actually Christopher Reeves. Uh, yeah, I was just but about Christopher what I was Reeves is only known for Superman. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, that, that's it. If you play Super... Like, Christopher Reeves is known for playing Superman, and Superman was popular at the time because it was, you know... Well, was the first superhero yeah, movie. Yeah, it's first superhero yeah. movie. And, you know, so he never got to get out of that. And in this kind he of He also new... did fall off that horse, though. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing like a Timothy yeah. Dalton thing now where he sort of plays out of, you know, oh, it's Christopher Reeve, you know. Yeah, right. exactly. And it's not really... And I feel like now it's... Especially for actors that might take up a role of Superman, it would really suck if someone like Henry Cavill got too stuck in Superman because a lot of people oh, still make though. the He's joke. Best to get out yeah, yeah. people are still making the joke in Fallout that that mustache is what ruined Justice League, and it's like, you know what? I'm and glad he kept the mustache over Justice I League. Know. Well, there, there was a whole thing about that in the interviews that I yeah. listened to as well about how they were actually going to maybe shave it and then come back and do pretty. It was the whole thing. Christopher McQuarrie wanted to help them out. <laughs> But it's a fucking mustache. Also, I never noticed it in the movie Injustice League. Oh, I only I, heard about it after. It's more about his emotion because it, you can't see his emotion come through. So in that first sequence of Justice League on the camera, he looks quite annoyed. 
when he's meant to look really <laughs> like he's warm CGI and uh, up a lip. Yeah, so yeah. he looks really annoyed. <laughs> and like rewatching it once you know is a bit uncanny valley. But yeah. otherwise, like it's their fault for going, Oh, you know what, let's bring him back and do the scene. You can just Mission Impossible doesn't matter. Like no, just... they were uh, apparently the it was very nice. The okay. conversations. Uh, uh, it ended up being that Christopher McQuarrie in the end basically said like, I have to look after my production, so you're gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's end. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, fair. Like they were apparently they were gonna pay each other budgets for CGI for mustaches oh, on yeah. him and or off him. It was all over. And the he's just yeah. like, God damn it! <laughs> Why yeah. this is the first I've ever heard of that? And I just find the idea of Superman <laughs> with a mustache for <laughs> I think that's so. I good. like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, so, do we want to go into this week's bunker battle? Let's yes, do it. let's do it. Yeah. Have you got? Have you yes. thought of anything? I've okay, thought of something. Oh, I've thought of something for a little while, actually. Oh, okay. So, um, um, should I explain the bunker battle first? No, yeah. no, <laughs> no. We put two things together that. Okay, yeah, Karen can yeah. explain this week. Oh, we just put two things together and we say which one's better to go in an apocalypse bunker. That's it. It sounds like you just explained chemistry. Yep. <laughs> It's chemistry for film. Can you explain pregnant Elsa? <laughs> no, you can't. No, I can't. Stop bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, it's please, really concerned. Please stop. Please stop. Frozen <laughs> into my mind. Oh, God. So, yes, yeah, so we're just going to try and battle out two films to see which goes into our apocalypse bunker. That's it. I swear it's going to be Star Wars and Star Trek. No. Oh, I've done that. Because Star Trek wins. Yeah, it's the not bullshit, but whatever. I'm not doing that because I don't want you to say anything else bad about Star Trek because it makes me sad. So <laughs> now let's go, into, yeah, let's go into some two films that also make me sad. The Shawshank Redemption and The Green Mile. Okay. Mm, okay. Because they're quite close together. Yeah. They are. Stephen King. They're they both are. Stephen King, both Frank Darabont, who directed them. Both more his um dramatic works other than the not so much horror. Horror. Well, yeah, no horror, basically. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Which is I'm, it's refreshing when he does that. Um, That's tough. I'm going to go ahead and say The Green Mile by a mile because, yeah, all the characters are so much better, in my opinion. Um, John Coffey is so tragic and amazing. <laughs> um, the Cajun guy in prison, loved him. Mm. Yeah. Mr. Jingles. Yeah. <laughs> the little mouse. The little mouse. It's just really smart. No, yeah. I... Shawshank Redemption actually, sorry, wasn't yeah. wasn't that re- memorable for me. I know it's like the top thing on IMDb, no, and not, everyone not, says not it's anymore, their famous favorite thing. I was gonna ask if that was just gonna. If that was I think yeah. it's. I think it's been superseded a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the hundred. Well, it's, this is a group of hundred percent. I don't know if. It's yeah, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's like still like top five. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Best movie, but I don't think it's the best anymore. I'm going to look that up, actually, because I want to know what is it. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure it got (coughs) by... American Made was the title of that film I was thinking of, by the way. Never heard of it. Oh, I did want to see that. I have not seen it, though. It's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's good? Two of the story of Pablo Escobar. I haven't seen it. That might be my homework for the wedding. Yeah, I want to watch that. I'll do that homework with you. So we have one for The Green Mile. Yep. I mean, I haven't seen anything. <laughs> no, but, not even Shawshank Redemption. Oh, have you God. not seen Shawshank? It's no. been on TV about four I know, I'm just, yeah. I know, I'm just lazy. I know, I know enough about it to say Shawshank. Oh, it's still Shawshank. <laughs> there you go. Look, it's man. still Shawshank. You get a it's still Shawshank? I thought yeah. so. Oh, yeah. One is Shawshank, number two, The Godfather, three, oh, The Dark okay. Knight. I thought... Yeah, no, that sounds Yeah, that's right. right. Sometimes yeah. I thought Godfather was above it. Anyway, never mind. No, I'll go Shawshank because it's the number one on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, it does seem like a more interesting movie to me, and I mean, I, there's, you can't not know in much anything about it mm. these days because it is—it's got that critical acclaim to it. Um, and Morgan Freeman's fantastic. I think most of the cast, from what I've seen of it, is fantastic, and I think it's a great plot. So, and I can't really judge much on the Green Mile. Unfortunately, I'd probably like the Green Mile as well. It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> no, I probably would. It seems like right up my alley. Just haven't seen it. So I'm, I can't I'm say gonna much. Go with, I'm going to go with the Green Mile. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the exact same thing that Simon said. Tom Hanks is great. I yeah. love, really loved his character. All the guards were brilliant characters. I like all the characters in, in um, Shawshank as well. Yeah. And I love the, the plot and it's kind of made all those little tropes with yes. the, the posters exactly. and, and all that and it's got all those little things. But The Green Mile was probably the better film. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, the little inches of kind of magic in it took me a little bit off guard <laughs> but um <laughs> it was it was good yeah and i liked it and i think yeah. I'd probably choose it over over shawshank i i was very surprised to hear simon's definitive like very yeah you were very very, you very were straight wild. into it yeah um 
it makes me want to go back and revisit the Green Mile because I haven't seen it in years and years. Actually, the same with Shawshank. I should watch both. To I be honest, yeah. Don't feel particularly strong about this, but I I remember liking Shawshank a lot more, and I think I have to go with that one because the, the moment that jumps out at me from that film is when the, the and so I can't remember the mm. character's name so I don't know that's a good sign yeah yeah but I don't remember the character's name in Green Mile until you mentioned them either so um, it's just Tom Hanks but, <laughs> so, no, well I'll hear, I'll hear the point about them having Green Mile having more memorable characters overall yeah. but um, is it Red in Shawshank Redemption by Morgan Freeman? I can't remember yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's when the character that's not Red <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, old, yeah. the old guy gets released from prison yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. in there for years yeah. and years and years and it's a different world to him mm. and that I saw that when I was even an adolescent boy and really like calcified on the inside <laughs> from just years of schooling yeah. in the public system and I just saw, and, and even that made me go like oh man institutions are fucked <laughs> 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 yeah that touched me so I'm going to go with that one I'm going to go with Green Mile yeah. because like I do love both I really do love both both are very early exposures to film for me like there were two that my mum really loved so I watched them with her um so you know I kind of they were two of the kind of gateway drugs into film as a study kind of thing um and I choose the green mile more so because I feel both are three hours long both are a slog but I find that I felt the length less with Green Mile. Yeah. And I watched it last night, actually. And it really... I started crying as soon as John Coffey was introduced. Just because I knew everything that was going to happen. And as soon as he said, I'm afraid of the dark, I'm crying. I'm just, I'm just crying. And then, in the end, tears are streaming down my face. And not many movies anymore. Yeah, I'm getting emotional. I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, see? Not many films anymore can make me cry (laughs) like that did last night like nothing Shawshank like that scene that Matt talked about it does like hit my heartstrings but it doesn't make me like weep Mm. like it did last night and I found that re-watching it you know just the intricacies of having the lawyer have Atticus Finch um, glasses on and Mm. look like Atticus Finch but then saying comparing African Americans to dogs to mongrel dogs is just like such a strange but really interesting kind of way of showing that and the magic in it is fine by me because it's Stephen Kingy and it's mystical Mm. in a sense and you know I just found that the characters were fantastic and not many films could have a UTI as a main point of conflict and still work, really. Um, but yeah, the Cajun guy in that horrible, the horrific scene when he doesn't wet the sponge and all of that, just it's a lot more memorable to me. Whereas Shawshank, I remember that scene of the man's suicide and the end. Yeah. And the kind of fist bump moment mm. where you see the hole behind the Rita Hayworth poster and that's it. Mm. I don't remember anything else about it. Whereas I remembered a bit, at least like five points in that film. Green you did Mile. also watch it last night, though. No, but even before that, <laughs> even before yeah, that, right. I remembered you know the key moments it had to yeah. hit. Shawshank, I don't remember what moments I, it hits. I until agree the end. with you, even though it wouldn't won't change my mind. I agree with you. It makes me yeah. wonder how much I place on the memorable content of a film. Mm. Oh, for sure. There'd be mm. definitely rose-coloured glasses in there. I do think also with these two movies that it is very much splitting hairs. Yeah, they're they very, are, very They similar. are very, yeah. very yeah. similar. Sure. This is like, this is fine. Put Shawshank Redemption against a lot of other films yeah. that it wins. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. So. That's why I did it, because I was like, this one, they're so close. I feel like they're they basically are, they the same really movies. Crazy. And Stephen <laughs> King needs some ideas. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like he writes a book every six minutes <laughs> about <laughs> all different aspects of the human experience. <laughs> Look, I saw Under the Dome. Stephen King can easily go back to the tropes the, of Shawshank and Green Mile. The Mist like... as well. Fucking terrible. Yeah, though. no, he... He writes so much, it kind of does it's sometimes feel like... vomit. Yeah, yeah, throwing things against a wall and seeing what sticks. It's like Honestly, the monkeys on no, typewriters. I think Patrick Stewart will be a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, yeah. he can't. He, he is at the point where he can write anything, and everyone's just like, "Oh, it's got Stephen King." He's been he's been yeah. trolling everyone for years. He's like, I haven't tried it. <laughs> I gave up after Green people. Mile. Yeah. Like, come on, he's just, just giving Patrick Stewart all gas. <laughs> he just thinks of an idea, and on a Sunday afternoon, he just writes it, and that's it. And then just, yeah, just it's, publishes yeah. it. It's just, it's like, just like an old man matter. rambling. Yeah, and yeah. people just pay for but it. But you've got to give him credit for the fact that he just actually writes a book that's that easily. That easily. That's yeah, he's a machine. He, he is an android that was created in a factory. He should have been the fight scene against Tom Cruise. I don't think he's that would be created. Have mm. you have you gone into his mind? That ain't factory stuff. That is <laughs> that is bizarre. I no, mean, that's what happens when you put AIs on something. They go weird. <laughs> like that deep dream. Thing. That's true. Everything's a dog. They now. get very like, too yeah. aware of themselves, and then it goes yeah. into exploding. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think Stephen King. I think George R. R. Martin, though, should have a meeting with Stephen King and talk it <laughs> just out. Just get slapped once or yeah. twice in the yeah. face. Just, just like, I it's, yeah, it's but, your job, But that mate. might make the Game of Thrones books worse. The dogs came over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just mist over the wall. <laughs> yeah, suddenly we're in, like... <laughs> it's every Stephen King movie, but in Game of Thrones. Yeah, suddenly we're in the Midwest of America. <laughs> like... <laughs> Everyone has southern accents for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I think we'll finish up for today. So um, remember to like and subscribe, and thanks for watching and listening, I guess, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Hi, Daenerys. (laughs) 